players about their frustration about getting rid of Jimmy's. And that says a lot considering the fact we got rid of Jimmy this year. Nobody said nothing really is that man. Wish him the best, peace, whatever. They all party. That's our guy. We rock it with him. We roll it with him. Every player, black players, white players, everybody spoke up and say, man, they rocking with Purdy. It was no holding on to Jimmy like they tried to hold on to Jimmy the year before. And so that shows me a lot about the players as well. He doesn't even have the locker room the full support of his star players, Kittle, Debo, IU, uh, Trent Williams. Like, even the defensive players were speaking high. Like, they wanted to keep Jimmy. And they felt like it was messed up that they were trying to get rid of him uh, uh, last year. So we fast forward to this season. I've heard he struggled, Trey Lance. I heard the guy Brandon Allen that we drafted is looking way better than this dude. And to like when people say it ain't fair, you gotta remember Brock Purdy. He was the third or fourth string quarterback going in the camp, so that means he wasn't getting no reps throughout the season. I mean, all season and in the season, he wasn't getting no reps with first team or just reps at all. Because they don't get a lot of reps when the season gets closer. But this guy came in against Miami, who was smoking hot. I think Miami was undefeated, and he came in there and showed his natural uh, his natural behind. And in his first three starters, he showed that he was deserved to be there. He just he showed that he can carry the team, a team that's got a lot of talent to help him out. Trey has never shown that in any game he's played. And, like, I'm critical of all players. I'm not – I don't just pick on any player. Anybody who know me know – anybody who know me for my 49er loyalty, I'm hard on all my players because I'm hard on our Armstead. I still don't want them for the price that we pay them. <laughs> me either. I'm hard on Nate Cook. You said what? I said me either, really. Yeah, I say when we had Nate Clements, I wasn't happy with him because I was excited when we got him because he was a pro bowler in Buffalo. He was, he was nice. But when he came to us, he was trash. I'm tough. I was tough on Colin Kaepernick. Even though we was winning, I kept telling people he can't read defenses. It's going to catch up. He sure as shit stinks. He can't, it caught up with him. I never wanted Michael Crabtree, but the, and the list can go on. I'm tough on our players. So it's not a biased thing with this dude. It's just, man, I, I, want, I expect more and want to see more. But nevertheless, uh, I, I'll say, but nevertheless, um, he... I feel like in training camp at OTAs this year, this was your opportunity. Like you said, Sam came in there. I feel like once we got Sam, this is your last chance, buddy. You're going to have to show that you can compete with him or beat him out. And he just didn't show it. I say Kyle Mill made the right decision. I already knew Sam Darnold was going to be better than him. I get it. He had 55 stars, but like I tell people, I, I judge a quarterback. Let me see what's around you. If you got the talent, if you got things around you and you suck, now I ain't gonna say Baker suck. I'm gonna use, I'm gonna throw Baker's name in there. I ain't gonna say suck. Some people will in uh, Cleveland, but Baker played in the same system. He played with Nick Chubb, Kareem Hunt, Odell, Jarvis Landry, and Joku Hooper. They had a good offensive line. They got an all pro on that offensive line. And he could not win a play. Uh, he couldn't get past. Uh, he won one playoff game. And the other times he didn't make it. So you got the fair assessment to say he sucked. I, I wouldn't say he sucked. I'd say he's mediocre considering you was the number one overall pick. 
and I believe in giving everybody that shot. Like, I mean, everybody don't get all of that talent around them, but when you got some help, what can you do? We just, everybody was dogging Daniel Dimes. But when he got a little bit of help and good coaching, because that's what Sam has never had. It's like I said about Mr. Trubisky. Mm-hmm. No good coaching. Oh, can you hear me? I hear you. I say, just like when Mr. Trubisky as well as him, shout out to Nick. I know you probably like rolling your eyes, but whatever. Uh, but <laughs> if you ain't got good coaching as a quarter, good coaching, a line to protect you, a running game to lean on, and weapons to throw to, it's going to be hard. You're going to struggle. You mentioned Peyton Manning's that He really didn't have that. He might have had Edger James, but that's it. Uh, people were trying to, uh, at first, say Trevor Lawrence might be a bust after this rookie year. But when he got Doug Peters, a Super Bowl winning coach that's confident, the offensive line a little tweaked up, some receivers tweaked up. He had James Robinson and Travis Etienne. He looked a lot much better. Same thing with Daniel Danny Dallas. Saquon was healthy. They got a new coach. The receivers is barely mediocre. I say I feel like he still needs some better receivers, but he looked a lot much better. And coaching is a huge thing when you're talking about a quarterback coming out of the first round, a young quarterback. And Trey Lance has had that from day one, and it's never taken the job out of horns. Never. Now, I, I get it. People say three games, it ain't enough. You, I give you that. But you're not showing in practice that you're capable of leading this, this championship-ready team. We don't have time to wait. You shouldn't have, they shouldn't have drafted him, but he's not stepping up to the learning curve. I wouldn't have traded him unless my gave me something good. i take a fourth-round pick for him, but we got three quarterbacks right now on the roster that look better than him. So, I mean... I wish him the best in all his endeavors out off the field because I root for him to do good with Dallas. I said, you can see. I root for him to sell crack before I uh, root for him to play good for Calvary. <laughs> That's neither here nor there. Right. But uh, <laughs> I feel like, uh, yeah, I'm saying, I mean, it sucks for him, but you did get $34 million out the deal. Yeah. Hey, man, um, look. I don't know about Sam Donald. I don't know yet. We'll see. Does he look better a little yeah, bit time, with us? Time will tell. He, time will tell. I'm not saying he's not. He's going to be trash. I think he could definitely be mediocre or a little better than mediocre with us. But he still has kind of looked ass because he's been so inconsistent. I he dropped. Well, let, me a, a, he, let me throw a monkey wrench in this. Okay. You like saying you like saying uh, stuff on the show with. Uh, that's just like, man, I'm going to just blow your mind when I say this. If Sam Darnold starts 15 games, he's going to be the MVP. Well, if he starts 15 games, you could be right because, I mean, he must be doing something well to get 15 starts. If he starts yeah, if he, if he start 15 games and the guys are healthy, Christian, or especially the, the receivers, because yeah. the, the running backs don't do their thing regardless. Christian yeah. just makes it a million times better. But if, them, if the line is intact and the receivers are there, Either win the MVP or he'll finish in the top five if he plays 15 games. He starts 15 games. I, I, I look. I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't doubt it because I would say again, if he gets 15 starts for us, he must be doing something pretty good, and I'm okay with that. Yeah. But my, but my issue is, and and I don't want to be on Trey Long, but my whole thing is because it doesn't matter if he's good or bad. Now, he's not a Niner anymore in my in my view, in my point of view, uh, the way I see it. But damn. Um, just what if it's Kyle Shanahan? It just is not good with quarterbacks. You have to already have it, 
and Purdy may already have that. Evaluating, he's not. He's terrible at evaluating. We see that now. I'll say somebody got to because he wasn't a give him the quarterback. Uh-huh. Somebody got to give him a quarterback. Like somebody should have just said no. We uh, should have said no. We taking Mahomes and then who knows? The dynasty is uh, the train is rolling. We already got two or three Super Bowls right now. Yeah, so that's what somebody should have did. Yeah. Um, it's I feel like he's great at evaluating offense timing, tight ends, and running backs. I feel like he's great at that. He hasn't missed, in my opinion, with George Kittle. Get George Kittle in later rounds. Uh, every running back we got producing every day on the field. They've been very good in the late rounds. They've been very good, but they've been very mm-hmm. bad in the early rounds. And I'm just ready to it's hold. Just that quarterback. No, no, it's, just, it's not just. I mean, well, again, oh, nah, nah, when you talk about the first round, nah, I don't early round, it was his idea to get solid and solid. If it was, yeah, you, you suck. Yeah, I didn't want him. I didn't want. I, didn't, I don't like. I'm not that big on Oregon defense line. It's that below the not That's all. That's only person. Right. Everybody else got high. Right. They, they ain't never came out. But Buck is starting to pay out. Early rounds, they they haven't been good from from the from the Solomon Thomases to the Reuben Fosters. Yeah, it's only been one. Dante Pettis, Trent Taylor, you know that uh, Mike McGlinchey instead they of Derwin it. James. There's been a lot of they hit it on one. They hit it on one. They hit on one, and, and we're about to get on him in a minute. Nick, old Nicky Bosa, who is a first round, a former first round pick, a former. DPOY or the reigning DPOY. Uh, yeah, that's right. And, and and we're ready for him to show up though because it's August 26th and he still hasn't signed his extension. We'll get to that shortly here. But I, to finish my argument with Trey is just that whether he's good or bad in Dallas, we're going to find out if Kyle Shanahan was right to make the. I mean, was. Uh, look, and again now, I've always said this. Let me say this. Josh Rosen, Arizona. I've always said that I've always tipped my hat to the Cardinals for realizing they made their mistake. Go ahead, get over it, chuck it up, swallow it. It is what it is. Move on. They did. And I still think they got it wrong with Kyler Murray, but that's neither here nor there either. Yeah. But I yeah, admit- I'm saying he didn't get a fair shot. That's what I'm saying. Like, he, didn't have a, he didn't have a fair shot. And I don't think they fired that coach. That coach purposely wanted Kyler Murray. I think he used to coach him. I think I could have. Yeah. Well, I didn't think that. Trey got a fair shot either, and the, and, and the example that I'm trying to make is that I will say that I I do, if if, if it was the right move to get rid of Trey because they know he's not it for them, then I I, I, I commend them, you know, really, I applaud them for saying, all right, we fucked up, move on, we'll get what we can get for him, and let's keep it going, I, there's no problem with that, but it's just the fact that you still gave up a lot, I, I, I'm glad that you yeah. went ahead and, you know, you didn't try to save face. You didn't do anything stubborn to try to prove that he is our guy. Although you could have played him more. But, again, if he was an experiment, which it looks like he was. They tried it. They I, tried to, uh, like, stubbornly put him in there. Because, like I said, no, last year. No, they did not. I don't think they did that at all, I, Will. What do you, the, reason what, I say, the reason I say tried because Jimmy was hitting shoulders better than him. How do, how, do, how, do, how do we know that? How do we know that? How do we know that, Will? What did you see to show you that besides the Houston Texan game, yeah. he was a rookie? What did you he, see, though, in two games his rookie year and the monsoon last year? What I, what what I saw see? was, what I was seeing was in practice, training camp, and OTAs, nobody was saying he was ready. Nobody. He wasn't Players playing with the ones. Speak up to you, come to your back and say, hey, bro, this dude, he got it. Nobody was saying that about him. 
That's true. I never heard the coaches, but the players. Your players, like, the players was backing up Aaron Rodgers, like, bro, this kid got it, bro. It wasn't just the coaches. Same thing with Patrick Mahomes. Tyreek Hill them was all, like, bro, this dude, y'all better look out for this dude. Nobody was saying look out for Trey Lance. No. They just said he had a strong arm. Yep. You're right about that. You, you are right about so, that. I, I just. Now nah, you're right. You're right about that. Will I just didn't think that they saw enough either because from the reporters, from what the reporters are saying, there were not a lot of reps. And I mean, this particular training camp with with you know the starters, the ones he didn't get any. I, I, maybe a few in mini camp, but none of the people were there. None of the starters showed up besides Kittle. He never got to practice with CMC. Man, he may be trash or he may not be ready. Either way it goes, you needed to play him more to find out, and I don't think they ever done that. Malik Willis has played this entire preseason in Tennessee because they're trying to still see, and he's getting better, though, every rep. He's getting better every snap. Malik Willis was way better than him coming out of college, and even last year in training camp, he was better because they was talking about Malik Willis was going to take uh, Tannehill's job. I'm not sure. I'm not going to say he couldn't run at all. I think that, you know, he's just being a little, hey, I, look, this is what I think. He's in the pocket trying to stay in the pocket because he's trying to convince Kyle that he can play in the pocket and not just move around. I also just broke my ankle last year, so I'm going to be a little bit hesitant on that. And from what I heard from what I heard from reporter Grant Cohn and another one, even though he was a little more, he, he was a little more optimistic with it. He wasn't as blunt as Grant Cohn usually is, a 49er reporter who is not a 49er fan, which is why I trust him a little more than a lot of other Niner fans because he has no reason to be biased. And he's just a little too blunt for people, but he's more realistic. And he was saying that Trey Lance in practice was winning his reps and he was winning. I mean, he was doing better than Darnold. Darnold was a little bit inconsistent through camp. Darnold never really won that camp. And as far as Trey Lance goes, man, I just don't know if he got enough reps and enough opportunities. Be that as it may, what you said about Malik Willis, he's still getting the reps because if they thought he was the guy, Tannehill would have gotten cut. They would have saved a lot of money. They didn't do that, so Malik's still not ready, but they're playing him right now in the preseason. He's getting the reps that he needs and that he deserves, and I thought nobody, Trey... There's nobody in Tennessee, though, that can, that can challenge Malik for that number two. He should have already been number two. When you, when you, when you give up what you give up, you have to at least see if he's going to make it with the ones or the twos. Now, I understand you say you've already seen enough and you don't think that was it from what you saw. I just didn't think that was enough because, again, Peyton Manning had a terrible rookie year and so did 
Trevor Lawrence. I mean, it was almost like curtains for him. Like, and then they got a Doug Peterson. Maybe Shanahan just isn't Doug Peterson. You know, I don't know. We will, we will find out. We're about to find like I said, out. I mean, just to finish that one off, it's like I said, the weapons have been there since day one. You, but he, you haven't. He hasn't made a huge jump from last year to this year in training camp and OTAs. He yeah. hasn't. That's what they, that's what they said. Yeah, the players are not. If you if your if your players if your group your guys that's in the trenches with you ain't standing up for you, that should say something. Well, I, I think everybody's impatient because they're in Super Bowl mode, which is why you don't draft an, an experiment. But and they that's did. Where, that's just where it's the, that's the bottom line right there. That's the biggest issue, yes, no doubt. He should have never been drafted yes, that's in the, the first round. That's the biggest issue I have, never, no doubt. It is. And and my problem with that is not only that, but it ain't somebody, nobody's being held accountable for that. The that's my biggest effect, issue. The ripple effect afterwards, that's the problem. That I said, it sounds like that's what your problem is. It's the ripple effect after. He should have never been drafted that high to us. No, no, he should not. Yeah. Third round, maybe, but not third overall. And somebody has yeah. to be held accountable for that. If it was Todd Bowles, he'd be fired before we got to report it. You win, we, and, and you know it. Everybody knows that. So, I mean, when is somebody going to be held accountable? You don't just get – I've never seen a general manager and head coach screw something up this bad it, and get to just say we swung and we missed. The reason why the iron hammer ain't came down, though, is because, because we're still competitive. We get – we we've been competitive a game away from the Super Bowl. If it wasn't for injuries and uh, a quarterback that couldn't go past twenty five yards. I understand but that, but when you say, but will when you say that the quarterback position is the reason why we haven't won it all yet, still. Uh, two years ago, yeah. Last year, yeah, but that was because he got hurt. I understand he got hurt, and why is that? That's always a problem too. Quarterbacks always Tyler, get hurt. Tyler Crawford. Tyler Croft, he made that same play. He did that against somebody else that same season with Purdy. And Purdy got the ball off in time, but he took a bad hit. Yeah. And Tyler Croft, I defended Croft because I'm like, man, he's a good receiving tight end. He's just not a – he doesn't want to get his hands dirty. And if, you, if you're if you sending him on that play, that's on Kyle. You should have had Ross Dwelling in there again. Because Ross would have least, but it, it, it might have tipped the hand because – Ross is not a big pass catching tight end, so if you see him, you probably don't think how they're running. I mean, yeah, it's going to be a run, so I don't know, but he shouldn't, Tyler Paul, he didn't even spit up. That was a pathetic effort, and it cost his quarterback, and that's why he's not with our team no more. But it's, but, it, but, it's, but it's Kyle's fault just as much as it is Croft. Because he shouldn't have yeah. put him in that damn position. He shouldn't have had him on that protection. Yeah. It should have been Kittle. Yeah. You have Kittle blocking so much during the regular season. I'm like, damn, when is Kittle ever going to get involved in a passing game? You couldn't now afford to. Look at that play. Kittle might have been out on a route. He was, but you Please. couldn't afford to have him block one more play. Yeah, you could have had, like I said, that's what I said. You could at least have Ross Dwelly in there. If you wanted the tight, that other tight end to block, Ross Dwelly would have touched him, held him something. He would not have let. Purdy get a get uh let Riddick get a fresh clean shot off of Purdy the way he did. So like you said, that Kyle, we gotta take it. That's all you too. It's, it's, he's all responsible, you and so was Purdy because Purdy was a second or two late throwing it, letting it go. But either way, yeah. e either way, in the end, in the end, I just want to say that because we got to get the Nick Bosa here quickly. I just want to say that yeah. Trey may be trash, and it and it's okay if he is. This is a good thing. We got a fourth-round pick out of it, and the Cowboys are about to be trash for a while if he's trash, if he ends up playing. The bad thing is what if Dak starts the season pretty rusty and rough and everybody's already on his ass. It's a lot of pressure on him, 
And now Trey is right there behind him licking his chops like, I just want a shot. You only get one shot. Now, has he made the most of his opportunities? No. But I blame Cal for some of it. I think he's already knew Sam Darnold was going to be his backup in May. He knew it in March when he signed him in free agency. He never wanted him to. Now, if he's not that guy, fine. Fine, fine, fine. But just what if Sunday night football, October 8th, Niners hosting the Dallas Cowboys, Trey Lance coming to town, just a oh, month, just man. just a month and a half later, after being traded to Dallas, what if he's actually playing? What if he actually has to come into their game and play? What if he That's kicks our? What if he kicks our? What if he kicks our ass? Then again, we could blow them out. Good. Yeah, we could. We could blow them out, and it's a great. It'll be a great win. Who knows? A blowout. I don't know. He'll look like a genius, or he'll look like a loser. Uh, 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 you know, if it blows up in his face, we'll find out. I just thought that he, you know, I just thought that he should have gotten more reps being the number three overall pick and with the fact that we hadn't seen enough let's get some more reps trevor lawrence looked bad four games lost all four of those games and that's all trey lance had with four i don't care about the you know well, he got a first he got a first start and he does something a lot of players in the nfl and my guy at this position now yeah he goes to another team that got a good offensive line good quarterback good receivers yeah i, I, I wouldn't say coaching but you got weapons out the ass okay so so, so hey, so, Will, you and a lot of people are not so – you're not really too hung up about the picks because we're still competitive and we're a championship contender. I get it. Correct. I get it. I think that missing on some of the first – the early picks, I think not having a first-round pick in 2022 or 2023, who knows what we could have gotten. It could have been a missing piece that would help us win the Super Bowl by now. Javon Hargrave, we had to sign him. We wouldn't have had to do that if we had a first-round pick last year to draft. I mean, this year to draft Jalen Carter. The Eagles ended up doing we that. Got, we wouldn't have got Jalen Carter. We was too far back. Man, the Niners. I've seen again. We traded from twelve yeah, all the way up to three. We would have had to trade up to get him. Well, but, uh, it's not like we don't. Get waiting for us. Well, Will, it's not like we don't know how to trade up. It's not like we don't like trading up. We've done it. Remember what we did in twenty twenty one. So yeah, I'm saying we. I mean, you right. We've done it. I'm, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. We will find out. I wish the best for Trey Cowboy or not. I just thought he got a raw deal, and I think he deserves another chance. And I hope he does good enough to, to, to uh, enough to show the world that Kyle Shanahan does not know what he's doing. Even if he is trash, he can't evaluate because he drafted him and shouldn't have drafted him that high. And if he and if he turns out to be good in Dallas or anywhere else, then you let him go, and you did get it right. So either way it goes. It's still kind of a lose-lose, in my opinion, because he's and, and the main issue for me is that he's not being held accountable. There's no way you should get away with this, even if you are, even if you were just coming from an NFC Championship loss. I don't, I, I still, that's not enough for me because you still haven't won it, and the quarterback is the position. You don't draft an experiment if you're in the Super Bowl mode. They panicked. It was an overreaction. I don't know why. I guess because they just had. Jimmy Garoppolo missed 2020, the whole 2020 season. There was another injury in 21. He was just like, after the Josh Allen game on Monday night in 2020, they said he was hot. Kyle was pissed, and he said, I got to get a Josh Allen. That that's And that's what he think he did when he drafted Trey. They swung and they missed. That's what it looks like. As soon as he realized it, he didn't want to play him again, really, not with the ones. And uh, you don't draft an experiment then, man, if you're in Super Bowl mode. Somebody should be fired for that. That's grounds for termination. I don't give a damn. That's just my opinion now. But anyway, he's still our head coach, so I would like to win a Super Bowl. But he has to win this Super Bowl this year. If not, 
man, I need to get those picks back some kind of way. And trading Kyle Shanahan, in my mind, is the only way to get at least another first-round pick back. Nick Ely was here last week giving us on last episode. He gave us the, the draft picks that uh, the Buccaneers, I mean, that the Raiders got for trading John Gruden, the picks that a lot of other coaches got, like Bruce Arians and coaches that I didn't even know were in trades. So we can do this with Kyle. I, I say that if Cal can't win this year, we should be convinced that he never will. Because if Purdy is the guy and he still can't get it done, if my guy Kenley Sellers is right when he tells me, man, watch the play call in the fourth quarter. And I used to blame it on the quarterback. I used to just say, I don't think he trusts the quarterback. Maybe it is his suspect play calling that loses games when we have these fourth quarter meltdowns. Why don't we keep forgetting that Kyle Shanahan is responsible for the Atlanta Falcons blowing a 25-point lead in the Super Bowl. And he still hasn't won a Super Bowl for us yet. This is it, Kyle. You're putting it all on Purdy and Sam fucking Darnold. You better be right. I say, I won't go that far. Now, if we lose and everybody's healthy, that's different. But if a freak accident happened again, I can't blame Kyle for that. I can't blame uh, if Purdy tears ACL, Sam Darnold bust his shoulder and he can't play. I can't blame him for that. Well, I don't think these but, are freak accidents, though, man. There's no freak I mean, accidents. These he, people just stay hurt. Up, if he put them in harm's way, that's a different story. Now, I'll, I'll, if that's where you're going with, I, I give you that. But like you said, I remember those two and four uh, that's two important seasons. <laughs> I ain't looking to go backwards. <laughs> I heard y'all do Sean Payton name out there. Last time I checked, Sean Payton, nice. Don't get me wrong, but his his that season that I don't know if that was his last season, but he had a top five defense and I think a top five, top ten offense, and they got put out in the second round. He didn't now, have a quarterback because they. You said what? Sean Payton didn't have a quarterback anymore. Yeah, his quarterback couldn't go past uh, fifteen yards. Yeah. Uh, thanks, D. Thanks, DJ Jones. Yeah. Breaking his ribs, but nevertheless. Uh, <laughs> uh, no, his arm was shot anyway. That's what I was saying. I was that was a shot. I was saying, I, I I just gave it to the rib injury. Okay. Like, it could be that too, because my cousin he me and my cousin talk football all the time, and he said the same thing. Like, bro, nah, his arm is shot. With I'm like, yeah. I mean, it, it looked pretty good, but then he broke his ribs with me. But it could be that. I mean, I'm not. It's one of the two, if yeah. not both. Yeah. But I say, but. I wouldn't blame Sean Payton for that. You know what I'm saying? And that's the same thing. I'm, I'm giving Kyle that same benefit of doubt. If if, your, if the quarterback gets freaking, freakishly hurt, I can't blame Kyle for that unless he just set him up for failure and get hurt, if that makes sense. But, I mean, yeah. my thing is if you got something good, a good player, a good coach, we're not getting rid of them for somebody below them. It's either it's going to be as good as them or better because that's the mistake we did with Jim Harbaugh. You bought in somebody worse than him. You bought in a dude who like a porn, a porn star dude, Ron Jeremy, to be the head coach after Jim Harbaugh. That was ridiculous and stupid. So, it's either you're going to bring in somebody as good as him or somebody better than him. But I, I'm rocking with Kyle. I'm rocking with him. I, I, I have wanted Kyle. I wanted Kyle to, for years. Mm-hmm. Well, actually, I wanted his daddy, but when they said him, like, hey, I'll take it, whatever. I love that system. That system transferred, transformed a lot of raw talent quarterbacks into some Hall of Famers or Hall of Fame talent. I mean, elite, good players. Steve Young. Steve Young started off like Trey Lance. People forget. I was hoping he was going to be Steve Young. 
two and fourteen with Tampa, with Tampa Bay, and people was dogging him out when he played for the Niners uh, behind Joe, and then when he took over. But when Mike Shanahan came in there as the OC in '91, he was the MVP. And no the doubt. rest of the story was written. No doubt, no doubt. But that's what they are. They're play callers. I don't think they're head coaches. Yeah. Period. But the I reason say, why Dad, the reason why Dad, Mike Shanahan, won a Super Bowl was because he wasn't stubborn. He wasn't so stubborn to where he didn't think he needed a, or no, he yeah, didn't Kyle need a veteran quarterback. He he Kyle had a veteran quarterback. Yes, he's stubborn. Yes, he is. And I think that could really, really, really be the death of. So of, that of whole, like I said, with the Brady situation, that was stubbornness. Very. That was real stubbornness. Very much. And that, and that's all I'm saying. It's year seven. He passed on the goat for Jimmy Garoppolo. I mean, like I understand we just came. He wanted to come home too. He did. He wanted to come home. He did. And I, I look. I, I understand that. Hold on. Let me give him a pass. I hate to do this. I know you don't like it. Aaron Rodgers was a play. I think in 2021 uh, when we drafted Trey, they offered. It is reported they offered Green Bay. Them three first round picks, Green Bay wouldn't take it. I'm like, the hell, not ain't gonna take it. We beating their ass every fucking year with them. Excuse me, sorry about my language, but uh, yeah, we kicking their ass. They're not gonna take it. That is something you can't Google. Lynch did try to send them three first round picks uh, to uh, to Green Bay for Aaron Rodgers. They would not take them. No, I know, I know. I already heard uh, Aaron Rodgers had been texting a few of his teammates saying, "I'm going to San yeah. Francisco." Yeah, he won. He wanted to come home. Yeah, he wanted to come home. And 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 you know, so I, I can't fault them for not getting Rodgers. But Brady was a free agent, man. You didn't have to give up anything. True. And yeah, I, I, the, the Brady thing. That's a that was Kyle being stubborn. Yeah, that was after the Super Bowl. And I'm like, yeah, Jimmy was close, and he got us there. But but we know why we didn't win. Brady and but we know why we didn't win. We know why we what? didn't win. We know why we didn't win that game, though. So why would we say we just yeah. but Jimmy just took us to yeah. the Super Bowl? But yeah. we know why we didn't yeah. win it. Yeah, Kyle was being stubborn and trying to be too loyal to Jimmy. Uh, so I mean, I, that I, I like Jay York should have stepped into that because the marketing on that would have been huge. The hometown kid comes home. Yeah, that would have been huge money wise. Not to mention they would have got us a Super Bowl ring if not two. But I mean, yeah, you yeah. But, I'll say, but I will say they both were trying to get Aaron Rodgers as well as Kyle had Matt Stafford until he went to sleep and then uh, take take note to uh, some I forgot who called him, but he had Matt Stafford bagged up coming to the Niners. He chose to go out on a date with his wife that night, and somebody called him and told him, "Hey man, you might want to call Aaron Stafford. Something ain't right. You're here. He's going a different break. Oh no, I got him. I got him." Next morning. Is in the hospital together, and he's a rat. And Kyle was just blown that that happened. So, yeah, I say, I mean, they tried to correct the mistake a little bit, but it's still, you shouldn't have first Okay. Okay. You kind of hit a few bad spots there, Will, but I did catch the, I did catch most of it. Um, I hear what you're saying, man. You're not wrong. I, again, I commend the 49ers for saying, "All right, if he's not the guy, let's get him, let's get him out of here. Let's let's sit him somewhere else." And you know, we can't hold him hostage. They got a fourth round pick, which I thought was pretty good considering. And uh, hey, we we will see. But if he's good, man, if he is really good though, this looks real bad for Kyle and his grounds for termination. Unless unless Brock Purdy wins the Super Bowl. But the way I see it. 
And he got lucky picking Brock Purdy. He passed on Brock Purdy seven times his damn self. So he got lucky, and that's why I'm just not trying to hold him. Uh, you know, I'm not trying to make excuses. I'm not trying to. I want to hold it, hold him accountable. A lot of people in the media are not doing that. Uh, other than Lewis Riddick and Nick Wright, I don't hear anybody saying what, what I am saying. And, 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 and I'm not trying to be a negative niner. I'm a 49er regardless, and I hope we win the Super Bowl, damn it. You know, I really do. I don't care if Bart Simpson is the quarterback. I've said that many times. And I hope Purdy is the guy. But you have to just have that it factor like we think Purdy does. You have to just have it in order to win with Kyle because he will either get you hurt or he just doesn't develop quarterbacks. I, I don't think he's that good at it. One, We got one good season with Matt Ryan in 2016. That's all anybody's got. That's it. Everything else, it ain't been that peachy. So I'm just saying it's year seven. It's time to win a Super Bowl, Kyle Shanahan. It, that's point blank period. After this happened, there's no more excuses. It's time to get it done. I still haven't forgave him for 2020. Not get, not going to get the goat. It, it, you, you have to make your move. John Lynch telling Patrick, uh, telling Kyle Shanahan, you need to come down here and evaluate Pat Mahomes. He said, I don't think that'll be necessary. I'm getting Kirk Cousins in free agency. And that's never, the, that's the one. And I never got him. Yeah, and I never got him. Yeah, but never that, got him. That's the one. You know, that's the one. That, that, I never wanted him. The last time I helped possibly Kirk Cousins coming to us, I think a year a year ago, when Kirk Cousins ended up signing another deal with uh, Minnesota, I'm like, thank goodness, I don't want him. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't know. You know, like I, it, to me, I was kind of. I was hot and cold on that one. I didn't really know because, like, Cousins ain't bad, but at the same time, I'm he like, ain't well, bad, but like you said, this is much as anybody else. When the lights come on, yeah. When when the sky is dark and the lights come on, the boy he shrinks. He does. He does. He and, shrinks, and that's what when that get, when it matters. Yeah, I ain't gonna never forget. I, I defended Kirk Cousins in Washington. But they had a game where they get in the playoffs and they played the Giants and the Giants had all their defensive starters bench for that game yeah. because it was the end of the season. They was already clinched or something like that. This move goes out and lays their head. Like he, he played terrible. I'm like, he, he can't play. When it, when it matters the most, where the sun is up or it is a night game, he just ain't going to play good. That's him. That, that that is Kirk Cousins, or better known as Third Cousins. Sometimes he's the first cousin. Sometimes he's third. Uh, so, but again, this is what he thought when he said, "Nah, forget Mahomes, forget Deshaun Watson. This is it right here, Kyle. I don't know about anybody else, but this is the year for you, for me. Now, I know a lot of other fans are giving you another two years or so, but nah, bro. For me, this is it right here because Trey is now gone. You gotta win with Purdy, and you better do it now. They might have rushed him, but he did look good last night. Purdy did look good, and we'll see on the Pittsburgh. Let's see. Colton McKevitt's on the right side. I've been worried about that all offseason. Uh, I thought that they were rushing him back, and I hope he doesn't get hurt in this game because now it would be Sam Darnold if, if, if Purdy goes down. That's what he's betting on, though, so he better be right. And yep. I'm not saying he isn't, but we know he can be wrong. They just proved it yesterday by trading away Trey Lance to Dallas after giving them what they gave up for him. And the only way to get all of that back or some of it back in my book is trading Kyle. You the one who did it. You made the sacrifice. You got to get out of here. Make the sacrifice. You know, that's how I see it. We'll be fine without you. We thank you. We thank you. We do appreciate it. And everything that you said, Will, about what he did, you know, offensively and how he's, we're not hey, we'll 2015. We've we seen what happens with we let legendary, I mean, good coaches go. We've seen good and bad from that. 
Yeah, but well, but Jim Harbaugh didn't give up four picks, man, for a quarterback that wasn't it. He 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 only picked, I mean, I, he picked I mean, Kaepernick, but I mean, he picked Kaepernick, I mean, but he didn't I mean, give up but one pick for him. That's all I'm saying. And he almost got I it to it. work before everybody caught on. We should have got a Super Bowl out of it before everybody caught on to the fact that Kaepernick is only good at the you know the option and all of that and can't really read defenses. If he'd have just shut the fuck up and let Greg Roman call the damn play. And they didn't get to arguing about it in the booth. They wouldn't have had to call that timeout when they had a delay a game or was about to have one. Kaepernick was going clean to the left side of the end zone. Ball game. And then after that timeout, they decided to just throw at the Crabtree three, four straight plays in a row. Oh, my um, That was terrible. Oh, that was terrible. But, again, not to bring up the bitter pass because that's very bitter Boss, for me. Boss was on the left side in one-on-one coverage with a five-foot-nine corner. Yeah. Randy Boss. Yeah. Vernon Davis was in man coverage. Yep. Uh, it was terrible. Uh, oh man, it was it was uh, painful to watch. Painful to watch. But we're gonna get we're gonna move on to Reed, Nick. And Reed walked over there to double him before the snap and you still throw it to that man. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah man. man I'm sorry. I, don't, I don't know what him and, I don't know what him and Crab had going on, man, but damn. He tried him every chance he could get. Did it again the next year when we were about to go back. Remember the NFC Championship in Seattle. Anquan Bolton is in the flat, wide open for just to walk a first down in or possibly even get in. Uh-huh. Anquan Bolton is open. And you throw it to him. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. And knew it. Sherm, Sherm was saying that they're going to come to me. Watch him try to come to me for the win. I'm going I'm to I'm make him feel if, bad. If he would have did that and Anquan Bolton was over there, I could live with it. Me too. Free? Me too. Hell no. Because Bowden was a go getter. He would have snatched it probably. Um, yeah, I believe he would not let that ball get tipped. It's either it's going to go out of bounds. He's going to make a play on it, whether it's a, a safe play or he's going to make the touchdown. He's a go getter. Yep. I think he should be in the Hall of Fame. Yeah. That's my guy. I but, do too. So do I. We agree. All right, we're going to stop talking about the quarterback stuff. Brock Purdy's our quarterback. It's still bang, bang, Niner gang, uh, regardless of what I say or how bad I dunk on Kyle Shanahan. Come again, Will? To the casket clothes. Oh, yeah, yeah. Red and gold to the t- till I'm dead and cold, no doubt. But I, I, I'm, I'm not going to say anything else about Kyle. I know I said I was done the previous week, but then, you know, they named him the, the third-string quarterback, and now they traded him, so I got to get all of that out. I get it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but anyway, Nick Bosa is still not signing his extension, and it's August the 26th. Uh, let's get into that. Why has he not signed yet, and uh, when will he? And then after that, Will, go ahead and tell me why you think Nick Bosa is much better than I do, even though I do like Nick Bosa. Don't get it twisted. I just said that T.J. Watt and Parsons, Micah Parsons, may be a little more disruptive in the backfield than Bosa. Uh, Will, you got something to say about that, though, so, man, the floor is yours before we get out of here. <laughs> Damn skippy. But, uh, <laughs> I think he ain't fine because there's something with that money. There's something going on with the money. I don't think he's going to get 35, and I don't think that's what he wants because he said on the press conference before he doesn't want to be – I mean, it doesn't. it's not about being a highest paid. So, there's something ain't there. Now, maybe with Trey Lance leaving, maybe some of that money can go into uh, both his pot to get what he's looking for and that's fine but I think he deserves anywhere between 30 and uh, 33 million because he's done everything we needed him to do in my opinion he shows up every game with a motive every game whether he gets a sack or not he's disruptive you can't if he's not being disruptive that means it's either four hands on him or four eyes on him 
he's being chipped. He's getting chipped into uh, the offensive lineman. That's that's freeing up other guys to help out. That's called being the team player. That's like being a point guard. You're you're helping assist other people to get their one on to get one on one. We don't have nobody consistently on our defensive line that's going to beat double things. And we've seen Nick Bosa beat double things and get sacked and be disruptive. To that point, like I said with Nick, uh, I think it's something, I, I want to say it's the money, but I like y'all had that reacting, uh, I think it's called, what is it, reacting, uh, Rob, relax or re- something like yeah, that. Rea- yeah, uh, relax or react. <laughs> I think this is something that has to be reacted to because now we're done with preseason. Yeah. If he comes back today, you can't expect him or you shouldn't want him to go out there and you shouldn't want him to go out there playing 20 plus snaps. He's going to have to treat the first three to four games like the preseason, give him a couple snaps of series or two, and then sit him the rest of the game. And then probably by week four or week three, turn it up a little bit, amp it up a little bit, a couple series, if not a quarter or two. And then after that, yeah, let him do what he normally do four quarters. But you can't just – I wouldn't advise throwing him right in there. I don't care if he's defensive player of the year. He's still got – he's still a man-made person. He's, no doubt. He's a human. He will he will tear something. He will hurt something. We can't afford to lose them. We've seen what happened without having Nick Bosa on the defensive line in 2019 and 2020. And then what happened when he came back in 2021 uh, the next season with no DeForest Buckner, no uh, D4. He still changed the whole trajectory of our defense. That's facts. Our defense. That's facts. Our defense is, I mean, that pass rush is very key because it ain't like we got Patrick Sertain, Sauce Gardner, Deion Sanders in, at, playing corner. Hafanga is nice at so, uh, uh, Huff is nice at uh, safety, but he ain't no Ed Reed, Ronnie Lott, Ron Wilson type deal. He guesses a lot, which sometimes costs us, but you can afford to guess when you got a guy down there that's making that quarterback throw the ball within two seconds because he knows. Baby Bear is about to jump on his back. So, we need, they got to get him in there. And that's why I said he deserves to be the highest paid edge rusher. Because CJ set the record, uh, CJ set the, uh, uh, CJ set the, uh, uh, set the, uh, the price. When he signed his deal, he was the highest paid. That's how I go in NFL. Just like how Dak got his money. He didn't deserve that money, but they felt like he was good enough. He reset the market. So you got to reset them. Uh, the market's going to keep getting reset. Nick Bosa, whatever he gets, that will, Michael Parsons is going to get that plus a dollar more or two dollars or even a million dollars more next year. So yeah. that's what I feel like. He, he, he deserves what he, uh, uh, whatever he, or whatever he's going to get, but they need to get him back ASAP. Yeah. They, they need to get him ASAP. Uh, right. Cause like I said, I know we got Javon Hargrave now. Let's, our grades gonna turn into like Christian. Like he was a dog, but he going to take it to another level to keep that defensive line afloat. Because now you don't have an edge rusher. It's good to have guys in the middle. They'll push the pocket back, but if the quarterback got a place to run to on the edges, that don't mean nothing. Right? It's like if you got two, if you got good edge rushers, if they can just, or you can take away the outside, but they can step up in the pocket because you ain't got no push up middle. That's why everything has to work. Too. And in this situation, we need that. With Earth Armstead and uh, Hargrave in the middle, you got both on the edge, and whoever's on the other edge can eat off of those three guys. It can make a beautiful thing like 2019. It may, okay. not, be as, it may not be as good as 2019, but it can be close enough, and that's just what we need. We need, we need to be at a D line is the key to our, 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 our defense. 
Right. And Nick Bosa, that's the that's the driving force of that. So it's a react thing for me. Like I said, we need to get that that boy back. Yeah, no doubt. No doubt. It's definitely time to react now because, again, the preseason is officially over. They played their last preseason yeah. game last night. And uh, so, yeah, it's time to – what's up, man? You're playing football or what? Yeah. And the main the, – the worry for me is what I'm reacting to is not the fact that he needs to get there and play. It's the fact that he hasn't been in training camp. He hasn't played a preseason game. And when he, when he arrives, which I'm sure he will, he could get hurt because he has not – had any camp, whether he's in shape or not, he's not in football shape until he's out there playing football, practicing football. They need him for Pittsburgh. If Pickett the Pickens is going to be as good in the regular season as it has looked in the preseason, they're going to be like, screw that. We need you for four quarters, you know, depending on how the game is going. Uh, even though he probably shouldn't play yet, or he probably should be limited, maybe like 10 to 15 snaps. But it depends on how that game is going. If we can whoop their ass, no problem. Hey, yeah, yeah, you go ahead and sit the rest of this one out. We're going to slowly get you back in here. That's what I'm worried about, him getting injured. They always get injured, Will, when they miss training camp, and he has missed it in its entirety. So we'll see how it goes. But now let's get to the part about who's the better pass rusher. We don't want to hold anybody too long because we're already about to hit that hour mark here on Pod Being Live. Uh, we're also the Great Debate Show is available, ladies and gentlemen, wherever you get your podcast. Um, hit the hit the follow button or subscribe so you can be notified when a new episode is up. And you don't want to miss. You want to hit the follow button so you can uh, so you won't miss our next triple threat debate: Jordan versus LeBron versus Kobe. We're gonna finally put this thing to rest. It's a triple threat. I want to say this real quick before I talk about Bosa a little bit more. There were multiple teams that pers- that pursued Trey Lance. And here they are, the Bills, the Ravens, and the Detroit Lions. Those were three teams that also showed um, interesting. Yeah, that showed interest in Trey Lance. So, that is that is interesting. Uh, and it wasn't the Miami Dolphins as we were talking about earlier. Will at least they didn't put them in that list. Offensive court, uh, offensive personnel that are running that offensive show came from us. They didn't even want them. That is and odd. They ain't got no quarterback. Yeah, that is odd. Hey, man, you guys may be right about Trey, but we're about to find out. We'll see. But those were the teams that wanted him. Yeah, those are the teams that wanted him, though. Baltimore kind of made a little sense, though, if Lamar does happen to get another injury. He hasn't been playing Hell the past not. two Decembers. If I was Terrence, I'd be saying, bite your tongue. Right. Yeah, Hunley. Hunley. Hunley's not bad. Yeah, I don't know, man. We <laughs> we're gonna find out. I I hear you. I hear you. All right. So so Nick Bosa. Back to him again. All I, all I said was that he didn't have any postseason sacks, and Will went off on social media. Uh, he just felt that I, I was wrong, uh, and. He did send me some film against Tyron against Tyron Smith in Dallas when they played the Cowboys in the divisional round, but he didn't get to Dak enough. He he was disruptive more than I gave him credit for in the Dallas playoff game. Not so not so sure about Seattle Seahawks game. I don't really remember, but I think in the 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 second half of the wild card game we started to kind of we started to kind of take off and you know he did get in a rhythm, but just didn't get enough um, pressure on him to bring him down. Uh, he didn't never get Dak down either, but I do. I did see a few plays where, yes, that was a 50-50 play, him and Tyron. They both went at it there. Nobody really beat the other, and he definitely would move 
Dak Prescott out of his sweet spot. He definitely would move the pocket and collapse the pocket, make him step up or roll out. Yeah, and, 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 yeah, and, and you did. Yeah, that's correct. And you sent a few of those to me. I was impressed with that. Uh, again, Lane Johnson, not so much. Uh, and yes, he did get destroyed on one play by him in Philly for the championship game. Yeah. I, I just, this is my thing. It happens to the best of them. This it happens to the best of them. This is my thing. Although I do see him not get pancake like that, but I do see Bosa sometimes never able to get around some of these good tackles. I'll say this: as good as he is, as good as he is, and if he's going to be the highest paid, which he's about to be, and he's a he's a reigning DPOY. I just want to see sometimes him like in the game. I, I mean, that's what I'm looking at. I mean, look, I'm not saying that he's not a factor in these games, but sometimes he can disappear. I thought he was going to break Michael Strahan's sack record last season, but he slowed down a little bit in the second half and coming down toward the stretch of the playoffs in the season. He slowed down as far as the sacks anyway. I don't know if he was already drained. The, Maybe he was already in the burnt. Playoffs, he, in the playoffs, though, he came with four sacks in two games. I mean, three three games, four sacks. Forgot the whole stat line, but he had four sacks last year in the playoffs. He was very disruptive. Oh, you mean twenty twenty? You mean twenty twenty one? Yeah, uh, in twenty twenty one, you talking about he slowed? Are you talking about he slowed down in twenty twenty one? I'm talking. I'm talking about this past postseason right here. Z- uh, zero no, sacks. You said going in in a, in a regular season, he slowed down going into the playoffs. Is that what you said or not? That's what I'm saying, yeah. It looked like he kind of slowed down. I thought he was going to break the record. This year? This past year, okay. yes. I thought he was going to break okay. uh, Strahan's record. Uh, sorry about that. I was I went to 2021. But, um, yeah, I'll say um, that, that's the beautiful thing about Bosa. Like, like uh, uh, in 2021, just using that as an example, and it followed into this year, Bosa gets double teamed. He gets chipped more than most than anybody. Last year, in 2020, well, in 2021, he led the league. Up until week fourteen, he might have finished the year at number one. I don't know. I didn't check, but I remember week fourteen. He uh, like week fourteen or week in twenty twenty one. He led the league in double teams, and that's coming off of an ACL injury. That's how dominant he was. And going to last year, like even with the film I showed you, well, I didn't show you this one, but if you look at the film on uh, YouTube, the whole NFC Championship game, Lane Johnson and the man going one on one, him not even half the game. He's getting chipped. He's getting four hands put on him. It was times it was one on one, but in a lot of those one on ones, the film shows it uh, on YouTube. YouTube this Bosa is moving, uh, moving uh, Jalen Hurts, and Bosa. This time, this is why I say he's one of the best, if not the best, in the league because he's not stupid. Before that game in Philly, he told in a press in a press conference about how he plans on rushing him because he doesn't want to rush him like he's done in the past. Because these them, them fast mobile quarterbacks has gashed our defense because they just straight up the field like they normally do, and that leaves a, a gap for those guys to take off and run. We played Eagles in 2021. Jalen Hurts killed us. He killed us when they did that. He had 80 yards rushing, and he was killing us, and that's how they came back in the game and possibly almost won the game. They didn't win, but that's cool, whatever. But Nick Bosa had a strategy about rushing him, and his film showing Nick Bosa moving him out of the spot. His film showing Bosa just like sitting there trying to guard both gaps so he don't run to the outside or cut right into that gap that Bosa's leaving open because he's trying to pass rush. And Bosa, to my knowledge, I thought it was a sack against Jalen Hurts. 
that was almost a safety. He had him back behind the line by like five yards. So I, I'm guessing because they shot. I don't know if they wanted to say it was a read, uh, read option, so they don't give him a sack. But he sacked. I mean, he tackled Jalen Hurst about five, six yards behind the line of scrimmage, resulting in almost a safety. Jalen Hurst has got the ball barely back over the line of scrimmage. Oh yeah, uh, the yeah. line of the end zone. So, yeah. like I said, he had pressure, and then to that game. Bosa injured his leg the first play of the game and had to walked off. Four, like three, two series later, waiting to get waiting on the sideline trying to get back into the game. It was a punt, a punt out, a punt. The guy uh, got slammed or something. His cleat went straight into the side of Nick Bosa's injured knee, going three inches deep. And they talked about it in the press conference, press conference, which is on YouTube. It went two to, I think it's three inches, three inches deep into his knee. And if you watch that game, because I saw this during the game, his whole leg is covered in blood because of that cleat that resulted in three stitches. So going against Lane Johnson in Matalaga with a bum leg now, and he's still getting back there. He's still forcing Jalen off his mark, forcing him to step up, forcing him to get rid of the ball quickly. Now, they did their job. I'm not saying he dominated or not. I'm not saying that, but they didn't just dominate him. It's just one he had an injured leg, and I'm not making that up. It's it's out there. It's out there for the proof. Right. And two, gotcha. we're not. We wasn't the 2000 Ravens. The 2000 Ravens, they're used. They can play the whole, whole game on the field and win the game. No defense in the NFL history is like that. Our defense is on the field, and you know this. The whole game, every time they get get a three and out or force them to punt. Josh Johnson giving him the ball right mm-hmm. on one play. So the defense is, they're tired. They're human beings. They're tired. But Bosa did enough. He, I, I had no problem with that game. To the Dallas game, I had no problem with it. Like, because I love sacks. Yeah. <clears throat> Will. I love him for defense alignment. Right, right. Will, I, I get what you're saying, man. You're telling me Bosa's better than what I'm giving him credit for. I'm a little too critical of him. I, I don't mean to cut you off, but we're running out of time here on Pi Bean. For the Pi Bean Live. You, yo, you fine. But Michael Parsons ain't better than him. Um, I, that, I, that, I will say that. You think he's a better you, you think Bosa's a better pass rusher than, than Parsons? Yes. Show me a film where Michael Parsons has beat any elite or good uh tackle. And then I, I might change my mind. But against Tampa Bay in his rookie year, against Tristan Wirth and all them first-rounders, he didn't do nothing. But then last year when Tampa Bay had the worst line of football, he got off. Yeah, but he was a rookie. He was and a rookie. I don't know. We'll see. But that rookie, that same rookie they said was supposed to be defense player of the year. But go ahead. I'm sorry. Uh, well, ahead I mean, we'll, we'll see. Tristan Wirth is like a – we'll, we'll see. We'll see. Look, all I'm saying is this. Bosa's a bad boy. I like him now. Never said I didn't. All I'm saying is I've saw people like Von Miller and J.J. Watt in games. Like, this, like finish. They finish the game themselves. Like, I'm going to the, sack this quarterback. It's crunch time. Two-minute warning. They're about to score. I'm not going to let them score. I'm going to sack them, get a strip sack fumble. You're going to pick the ball up. You're going to run it all the way back in the end zone. The game over. I did that shit. That's what Von Miller and J.J. Watt has done in their prime. If you're the DPOY, the reigning DPOY, and you're going to be the highest-paid defensive player in NFL history, let's see you in some games sometimes, too. I'm not saying we don't, but we do it as a team. I need him to just do it himself if he's that guy like that. But you've made some good points, and I'm too critical of him. So I'm going to give you the dub on that debate. You're right. I'm wrong. Let me watch him a little more carefully. 
And let me stop being so hard on him. I just want to win the Super Bowl so bad. I look at the, the weaknesses or some things that I think we could tweak and be a little bit better. And I think that sometimes D'Amico Ryan, Robert Salah, they're so safe in coverage. And sometimes it's just, hey, it's third yeah, and long. Look, look at the situation. Him playing 10 yards off of somebody and it's third and two. And you giving them a 10-yard cushion. That's just stupid. Well, no, but 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 yet you're right about that. But when it's third and twelve, and they got a 15, 20 yard cushion, and that's the coverage different. is the coverage is good. That's different. That's a coverage that's sack. Different. But I see that a lot. I see that more than I think you do. But again, I'm wrong. You're right on this. I'm gonna stop being so critical, Abosa. I'm running out of time, so I got to get out of here. I want to thank Albert. I want to thank Sin Copes and all these people that has got in live on Podbean and listened to us. We had about 12, in uh, th- about 30 listeners a little earlier. We had some some problems, some technical difficulties, and we came back. It's the Great Debate Show, available wherever you get your podcast. Hit the follow button so you can be notified when a new episode is up. Terrence Smith and Nick Ely will be back on the next episode. William Jones, my a fellow 49er fan, came to join me as a special guest today. On the Great Debate Show, I'm Jarvis Jeffries, your host. We got to get out of here. I'm going to ask you one more thing, Will, before we go. What is the 49ers record going to be with Brock Purdy and the Bosa shows up? And if we're playing with Purdy or Sam Darnold all year, are we winning the Super Bowl? What's our record and are we going to win the whole thing? Are we winning the Super Bowl? Is water wet? Hell yeah, we are if they healthy. Okay. The record, if they're healthy and playing, I say no. 13 and 4 at, at, uh, at best. If they help you the whole season. Okay. Now, like I said, if you get us to the seventh pick, I mean, if you get us to the seventh uh, wild card spot, and we healthy, we run the table at the seventh spot. But if healthy, 13 and 4. And that's for the Super Bowl. If we're healthy in the playoffs, it's a Super Bowl regardless wherever we play for uh, season we Gotcha. I hope you're right, man. I really do. I hope you're right. It's still, regardless of what I say about Kyle, no matter how critical of him I have been, and sometimes Lynch, after listening to John Lynch explain what happened with Trey and all of that, I, I I feel a little better about it. I'm not as pissed as I was earlier in the week, the last episode. Hey, it's all about you, Purdy. I have always thought that you are the guy. I just don't want to be the one to say it out loud and say you're the guy because when I said it about Kaepernick and Jimmy Garoppolo, I was wrong. That's all. And I just don't want to be wrong because I do a podcast, you know, and I want everybody to hold me credible. So I'm just saying, let's hold on. He, he got away with some picks last year, but he is that dude. He moves the locker room. He moves the huddle. He, he, he very intense. I'm ready to go. Let's see. But we need to fix the inside interior run defense, and Bosa needs to be there. We'll see how it goes. William, thank you for joining us or joining me today. I appreciate it, good brother. And uh, out of Ohio, fellow 49er fan William Jones, bang, bang. This was a Niner special episode. We had to do it. We'll be back, though, on Monday, Tuesday with a new episode talking about anything and everything that's going on in the league, NFL, NBA, and beyond. Uh, Again, Jordan. Jordan versus Kobe versus Kobe. I mean, Jordan versus Kobe versus LeBron. We're going to do that next. We also got the NFC uh, South and the AFC South on the next episode. Uh, what was you saying there, Will? Shout out to Nick and shout out to T. That's why. Y'all all three, y'all do a great job. All three of y'all. We, uh, we appreciate it, man. And thank you for having us. And again, we're out of here. Y'all be safe out there. Peace. Stay dangerous, folks.